What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 40. Episode 40, bro. What's up, man? Long time coming. What, what is it? The bears are getting wrecked? I don't, know about the, I don't know about that financial lingo, but that's what I yeah, keep hearing. Yeah, yeah, bears get wrecked. <laughs> that's funny when I hear that Bulls stuff. mean the market's going up. Bears mean market's going down. So the bears are yeah. getting wrecked. Bears, bears get slaughtered. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't talk like that, but I laugh because some of the memes were like the bears getting wrecked are hilarious. Yeah, they be having like, uh, like one time uh, it was the rock, rock bottoming a bear and like stuff <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like. Stone Cold Stunner on the bear. Best community around. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that that's funny. So, um, yeah, I think that things are going good. Your boy uh, Stock to Flow seems to be okay. Um, yeah. And, and I don't really care about that dimension, but the reason I bring it up is because everybody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> People are happy when yeah, the market's so, bullish. People are depressed and sad when the market's bearish. It does this all the time, guys. It does. But if you care deeply... Yeah, you always be happy. You have yeah, I, I, the majority of people don't have it, I, bro. I don't really check the price anymore. You see what I'm saying? But I, I bring it up for that because yeah. now everybody's happy. The people that are building um, kind of got more oomph, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going for it, and more news gets announced faster, right? Like this yeah. bullish runs of like developers mm-hmm. doing stuff, um, uh, con artists selling courses. <laughs> so you know, let's let's plug right into that. So, yeah. um, your boy Pomp, your boy Pomp. Um, by the way, when we say your boy, if you're not from where we're from, that probably doesn't mean that it's your boy. <laughs> and it's probably somebody you don't like or you don't get along with. But mm-hmm. uh, your boy, Pomp, and I got it right here. Natalie Brunelli. Gotcha. Brunel. Sorry. Brunel. No, no, Ellie. Brunel. Um, I don't know much about this young lady, but the post says, why did I, why did I and, and Pompilano, I can't even say that name, but Pomp. And I want to create an educational and community building series designed to bring women into Bitcoin and give them voices and the network. Well, because the gender gap is blaringly obvious in this space. And then she does like the a thread. I I don't need to see the Sounds thread. like they're selling courses, bro. That went to sleep, so it wasn't recording. What? My bad. That's cool. Now nah, we just keep it going from here. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so Natalie, right, Natalie Brunel. Just mm-hmm. for uh, the audio is still good and it's intact. So what were you going to say, man? Because right off the bat, I don't need to see anything further here. Yeah, no, they, they sound like course creators and marketers. Uh, well, my thing is, is that I don't know this lady. Um, and then immediately... That's what the play seems like to me. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then immediately she has like the first thread is, this is a BlockFi survey. 94% of women have heard of cryptocurrencies. What is a cryptocurrency? I don't know. Once again, your original po- post... Woman in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Bitcoin. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, in the very first second, you talk about cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Don't take advantage of the hashtag. That's what you're doing there. So you're hijacking. You're, you're smart. You're a marketer. You're hijacking the Bitcoin hashtag. You tag probably one of the bigger personnels on the space right mm-hmm. now, uh, a.k.a. Dan Hell too, right? So you got this guy here. And then she put Bitcoin a third time. And then in the thread, she tagged BlockFi, right? So this person knows what she's doing to, 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 right, to harvest this attention. You're trying to highlight something that's not currently a problem. Um, I've posted it publicly before. So in my day job, I work at Unchained Capital. And Justine Harper is that person mm-hmm. that I'll tell you right off the bat does not need this and does not vouch for this and has a voice. And all these things that she just said don't, uh, don't apply to women, she's absolutely wrong. Yeah. And... I'm not really worried. I can't really take the woman, neither, neither can you, the woman angle on this, right? Because mm-hmm. we're obviously not females. But my question to you before, when you got here was, is 
Why is Pop attached to this? He's a marketer. That's my thing. This and is th- he's a BlockFi investor partner. But this is the guy that's saying that there's a, a, a margin gap and the bottom, which are all facts, by the way. I'm not saying mm-hmm. those are not true. There's a 40% and, and all this stuff, and we need to be able to help. I mean, every time you come into the scene, you've either sold us some pizza or sold us some, some sneakers shoes. or sold us a product, a course, and you always ride Bitcoin um, and cryptocurrencies interchangeably. My man, like, I told you this before. I don't know if people know who Russell Brunson is. Great marketer. Probably one of the best in his time. Mm-hmm. Made millions of, and a lot of these marketers do the same thing. But he comes from that cloth, which is you're not this person in real life, but you do a really good job of blurring that line. Because if you blur that line, it's the hero. And when you're on the hero's journey, people want to be on that journey with you. And they'll buy whatever the hell you're showing. It doesn't even matter. I'm from that class. I'm from that education. That's what I learned when I was doing marketing. I see through it, but it pains me when other people don't. Yeah. I think this is 850 for this course for women. Uh, hmm. I don't even want to ask what would happen if I, as a guy, want Listen, to do this. Save your money and buy the Bitcoin standard. See, yeah, save I, I think it's more than that. $830, bro. I like the Bitcoin standard, but I'm going to be honest. I think we're getting distant from the Bitcoin standard. And that yeah. doesn't mean that it doesn't have its place. Everybody yeah. should read the Bitcoin standard. But that one is more like why money is important. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, learn yeah, yeah. that because you have to. But go to the free stuff, man. There's so many people pouring their heart out in Bitcoin right now. Yeah. Like content-wise and article-wise. And, and that stuff is free. So although you I should agree. read the Bitcoin standard but, and a few other books. Yeah. yeah so what's up? typically when I say books, I'm thinking Audible, right? Because not everybody reads. Sure. But uh, yeah, there's Guy Swan. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would grab the physical. I don't know about you. You're yeah, right. Yeah, everybody yeah. learns different. But like having like notes. Having mm-hmm. being able to mark off certain because the Bitcoin standard is a complex. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a really in-depth book. So you want to take notes on here. But yeah, to catch up on this space, Bitcoin Audible. Like there's these free services that don't cost you this much money. Once again, I don't even know what the answer would be if as a guy, if I was interested. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna completely like exile me now and say, no, nah, this is for women? <laughs> right? Uh uh, but yeah, you're basically creating a problem that doesn't exist. This is nasty. Um, eight fifty is just ridiculous. Listen, go to uh, you can probably find like a $10 Udacity course or something anywhere that, that'll give you or Udemy or any of those places that'll give you more than this will ever give you. Mm. Uh, shame on Pomp. I'm not surprised because I know what type of individual he is, but man, if y'all following this individual, man, and, and if y'all paying attention and thinking that this dude is an influencer of the space, you're wrong. You're wrong. You got to pay attention to the signal, right? The Jack Maulers of the world, the, pretty much the developers, every developer in Bitcoin. Uh, but it's not Pomp and it's not these other figures. So, uh, Natalie Brunel, sorry, not sorry. Um, I think she knew. I, think there was a, I, I skimmed through this during the week. I think there was a few people that were like, what she was saying, like, well, I've gotten heat before, so this doesn't mean anything. And then later down the road, she was like, but why are people picking on me? And mm. well, even females came out and said, this is nasty. Mm. So don't take my word for it. You shouldn't. I'm not, I'm not a female. And I'm sure there's a, a small uh, piece of the population that may be interested in this. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to be. And you can get a lot more. I, I think about like Lynn, Lynn Alden, right? Like I think about mm-hmm. these females that are actually holding the space down and have voices. What are you talking about? Yeah. Bitcoin is not excluding anybody. We know this. I mean, we got every from like nation leaders down to like the brokest of plebs. Fair. And everybody, as far as I'm concerned, can say whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. Will you be right? Will you get, you know, whatever? That's on you. But at the end of the day, that, that's just the way it is. This is a shame on Pomp once again. Um, a lot of people ride him. A lot of people just respect his fiat uh, making ability. Um, cool. 
I'm not one of those people. I don't care about your fiat making ability. And it's very naive. I've said this before in all arenas to care uh, uh, about fiat enough anywhere in your life and then go around and say that fiat will die and all this stuff. That means that what you have built is going to die. Right. And conversely. And I don't think people realize that. And I hear people talk about that stuff. Very strange how they don't make that correlation. You're either in Bitcoin all the way or you're not. But you can't be both because they're, it's contrary to one. They're, they're, they're kind of like, we've talked about it. Mon- currencies are in competition with each other. So all my, all, 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 you're, 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 he's, he treads both sides. He's a smart fiat mar- uh, marketer. Um, maybe converts it into Bitcoin. Fantastic. But that blurriness when there's so many people in Bitcoin that are so pure to it mm. and are given so much knowledge and so much wisdom and so much experience and so much contribution. Why the hell are we wasting the time with these people? Yeah. I, I don't know why that works. It works. It, it caused a big rust. We're talking about it. And now we won't be talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got another uh, thing that I saw earlier, which was very interesting. Um, Google has, and this is from Bitcoin Magazine, Google has partnered with Bakkt, B-A-K-K-T, to provide Bitcoin payment solutions. And the first little... Um, I could probably get paid in Bitcoin easier now. With, K- with KYC, I'm with sure. With KYC, With sure. Google watching. Uh, ah! You're right, and you're right. Google does this. Google... Um, you're I know, right. I know that you know I've been a big Android guy for a while. What Google does is this: they rock with the company, and then they say Google doesn't collect your information because that company in, uh, operates in itself, and then they buy the company. Yep. And then you, they got it. And then <laughs> you're absolutely right, my man. The potential, and it, and it pains me to say that, and, and that's why you don't want to do this. But yeah. it says, uh, <laughs> I didn't read into this, but. The potential reach of this partnership is perhaps the most notable aspect for the Bitcoin network, which uh, has enjoyed a surge in corporate and institutional interest over the past years. They know what's going on. I think they've known for a while. Um, somebody said, "Oh my derp." <laughs> mm. um, you know. See, but then look at look at look at how this this article starts. And I know the the, the person listening is going to be like, "Dude, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. It's not." And I'll give you many reasons why. But anyways, just look at this first line. Today backed a Bitcoin and crypto marketplace. That's mm. like, why am I interested in this? Mm-hmm. When you got like native companies that are doing a lot of stuff, right? Like, like Google could have partnered with, uh, this could be a bad mix and completely different, but River Financial. Yeah. I would, I would, I, I think River Financial is a well-run company and I'm not, I'm not even a client. That's how well run I think they are. I think they are like, in, you know, I, I read their blogs often. They talk about Taproot. They already incorporated Lightning into their uh, their their wallets. Uh, they, you know, they're a financial company and they're doing very well. So I can Google them and partner with that. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrencies. Every time I hear that or anything of like that, I think about, ah, cash grab. Got it. This is another case of that. But yeah, <laughs> Fitbit, um, Nest. Um, the, uh, the car driving com- uh, company. Mm-hmm. I forgot who that was. I remember that. Yeah, you name them all. Yeah. They're going to tell you that don't trust us, trust them, because they're dope and we invested in them. And then they're going to buy them. And then they got the alphabet. <laughs> so they could just line up a letter and make that a different company and say, this is letter, whatever. So Google doesn't pay taxes on that company, alphabet, the entity. It, Yo, crazier than that. It's genius. On that, <laughs> on that same thing, we were watching the, uh, the LuLaRoe documentary. LuLaRoe, the clothing, the clothing wear? Yeah. Okay. And so all the lawsuits <laughs> came in, right? Because it's multi-level marketing. Yeah. And the dude created 30 LLCs to hide all his assets. And it worked. And, and then you hide behind LLCs and it works. These so, are just yeah, smart Google people, would, man. Yeah. These are just smart people. But uh, Google, uh, I guess it's 
suddenly, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you knew they were going to come and play. I see Amazon coming anytime soon. Uh, anybody that's smart knows that they can capitalize right now because there's obviously a big enough market for you to use those key terms like Bitcoin and custody and these things and have people go to you, especially like you said. Uh, Convenience, or, man. They, yeah, they turn the switch at, on on their phones, the man. Phone, right. But what are we doing here? I think, we're, I think when they enable that, Apple and Android, Google, um, we'll see 5, 10 trillion market cap, which is 5x, 10x from here, man. That, that's because, yeah, everybody's going to have it in their hands and they'll make it simple. But that's when you and I and people like us are going to have to work extremely hard overtime. Yeah. Like this is where the education comes in. Absolutely. Um, this is where you don't do what the fiat taught you to do. Speaking of which, let's just play a scenario here. Uh, yep. My buddy has 1500 bucks. He wants to buy Bitcoin. Where do you send him? Strike. Strike. That's exactly what I said. Um, uh, technical, Strike. technical buddy or non-technical? Non- uh, probably in the middle. Um, hado hado, hado hado. Uh, Bisk, if you can figure it out, I think Bisk yeah. is a little confusing because I think it has to like run actively, but I don't think it'll be too hard because I've learned while whirlpooling that active doesn't necessarily mean difficult. It just mm-hmm. means consistent electricity. Yeah. yeah, like you have to like support it, but it, it it's not hard to do. Um, so yeah, that or like I told you before you got here, uh, I'm not gonna go deep into the set- the setup, but find a way to go strike just because the fees are so low. And then be able to get that to your cold storage without it being tied to you. However yeah. you get there, well, that's, yeah, yeah. A, that's a personal conversation or that's a, a consultation if that's what people do. Um, but to me, it's just, it's that easy. You know, you, you find a way to coin join, whatever implementation you can get your hands on. Um, you find a way to get that to your cold storage. Uh, and then when it comes to cold storage, I recommend everybody multi-sig. It just makes a ton of sense to not have one point of failure and have multiple points of failure. Um, you know, when it comes to the the mixing part, that's up to you. Whirlpool, CoinJoin, uh, Join Market. Um, yeah. uh, what? There's so many different of the, uh, variations of them. It's just which one has more liquidity and which one can you jump into, and which one has the features to be able to get this to your cold storage, um, while staying anonymous. So if your if your buddy's willing to do the due diligence in the background, like to get to that step to cold storage, I would just go strike. Because mm-hmm. who cares if they KYC you? Right? Yeah, like yeah. if you do it the right way, where is it? Where is it? I lost it. I, I, yeah, I had it on this damn USB and the USB's gone. Mm-hmm. And that that's all I can say. Um, I, I don't know. We we This podcast kind of tailors to like, you know, like we, we don't want to blow people out of the water with information. Yeah. But it's also a whole side of Bitcoin that you need to explore. If you're listening, like we don't do it justice here because there's so much of it. And the only way you can really get it is when you start asking yourself like that next question. Well, I did this. What next? Well, I did this, but I don't feel comfortable. How can I feel more comfortable? There's an answer for most of these things, which is mm. the beauty of Bitcoin. Like the, I call it like, remember in the 90s, they used to say like uh, uh, the NBA was jazz. Mm. <laughs> remember that whole slogan? Yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like the mechanisms of Bitcoin are like this poetry, like this jazz it just kind of connects and does this thing and it does it without you caring, without you needing to do anything. It doesn't matter who you are. So how deep does your buddy want to get into it? Yeah. But... I would do strike over any other KYC. I gotcha. would do. I wouldn't do uh, Coinbase. Yeah, that's just. I don't know how many opportunities you can give somebody or an entity or like. like yeah. How do you keep fucking up and still be good? That, right. That's very weird to me. Um, yeah. That actually worries me. Like meaning that I think they're you know that like they're funded basically. Like this is like a like a spook, like a big organization that's a spook because it's like a Facebook. They were created I, I, to harvest your data. You're a business owner. You're a business owner. <laughs> yeah. Right. Multiple business owners. Yeah. What happens if you fuck up, dude? Often. Yeah. 
What happens? Tell oh, me. Oh yeah, no, it's you're out, yeah, it's over. It's and, over. They bought. They're booming. Yeah. Like you go right now, you see the charts. They're doing this quarterly. Their earnings are crazy. Very strange. But that's. I mean, that's the same deal. Allegedly, that they talk about with Facebook. That it's ah, listen, underground operator. You're talking about you know this. You're yeah. talking about the, the the person who hates Facebook the most in yeah. life. I mean, yeah. I, I will I will die on that. Like that is the evilest company of all time. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't have any proof to back this, but in my experience, from the things you hear, from the things you know, it kind of seems like they're the worst company of all time. And if you've run any type of like marketing, like ads in their platform, you're gonna see why. Like it's like you harvest people and then make money off of other people. Like you have this exchange where it's like. Give me your info for free, and I will charge homeboy. Give Jose's info for free and charge Ben to sell to Jose. That's evil, dude. That's like useful but evil, right? And that brings us back to the fiat, the poison. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. It, it gets crazy, but to I keep circling back to your buddy because I don't want to get off of that. Just mm-hmm. I, I would strike, find a way to be oblivious. Strike whirlpool, cold storage. Whatever, yeah, because it, 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 it. Or should it go from like a? Because in order to whirlpool, you need to be on all the time, and most people are not willing to make that commitment. Yeah. So like, you either whether it's your laptop, your node, um, your your computer, whatever it is, it be whatever you're running the whirlpool client on, um, for your post mixes, um, it needs to stay on, because what it does is it queues up your UTXOs, uh, and the way whirlpool, I don't know about CoinJoin, I don't know about Join Market, the way whirlpool works is. For every mix to start, you need two pre-mixer mixers, is what they call it, and three post-mixers, right? Post-mixers are UTXOs that you've already mixed that are waiting, mm. and then pre-mixers are new liquidity to the to the pool. So it's me putting up new stats or somebody new coming in, right? So what the system does is it grabs two pre-mixers and then randomly grabs three and starts a, uh, starts a pool, right? Starts a whirlpool. Uh, in order for you to be able to um, get your UTXOs to be pulled randomly, you have to be connected at all times. So your buddy may be like, heck no. Like, yeah. I'm not going to have this thing. And, and that's a different story. Um, I don't know how CoinJoin works. Um, I don't know if CoinJoin is just one of those things um, where you kind of just leave it like a broadcast and you can just walk away from it and it just spits out some UTXOs back. Uh, but yeah, that's your buddy's due diligence. Yeah, yeah. If not, he's going to have to deal with just KYC and whenever the IRS comes around, just being honest and saying, mm-hmm. hey, I got this amount. And just hope that what they're willing to take or what their penalties are, you know, Bitcoin that far outweighs it in, in price and it's right, like whatever. Right, right. So comply, <laughs> I guess is the easiest way to say it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's ways not to comply, um, and you know, I, I, it's it's obvious. Go down 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 uh, um, Bitcoin Twitter, and you'll see a lot of people much better than me that'll give you some you know security ops things to do, um, steps to take. Uh, you should never take anybody's advice as full. You should always do your own due diligence. But some people will spark your interest. Some people will bring it down, and and the developers are crushing it right now. Shout out to Craig Raw. Uh, I've been using Sparrow since last week, um, a little bit before last week. Love it. Love it. Uh, it's done everything I've needed it to do. Like, I mean, I wonder if I could, let's try it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like, Dope. it's just hitting all these things. I was able to go into, his, into the Sparrow Telegram group, talk to Craig personally, which I always love, uh, you know, from Exercise mm-hmm. World. That's what I loved about Jim Stepani, right? It's like that connection to people that make stuff that you're able to ask questions uh, and not waste their time. He answered a bunch of questions for me. He helped me get um, a lot of things figured out. And I love Sparrow. I, I think Whirlpool is really dope. You know, just like I'm used to slush pool volatility. So, you know, Whirlpool with, with less on the line. It's sort of like that. Um, yeah. You could go a whole day and not get a mix. Uh, mm. But then you could go a few hours and get three or four or five mixes or whatever, right? And then Craig allowed this feature that is called Mix Out. And what Mix Out does is there's a, um, 
It's really cool because one would think this, like, all right, the point is, is to make your UTXOs anonymous and not have a history attached to them, right? So think about this. If I go from my post-mix wallet and I send it to my cold storage, well, where did that come from? That came from my post, right? That docs is my post-mix wallet, right? So what, um, and, and I could be getting this wrong, but what Craig was able to do with Sparrow is, is, is do a mix-out feature. So a mix-out feature is, is, hey, leave your cold storage wallet awake, meaning like it's a tab, like leave it next to running at the same time. And what um, Sparrow is going to be able to do is, is after a certain amount of mixes that you can set, I set it to five, after a certain amount of mixes, it's going to automatically create a Stonewall transaction, which is a small coin join, and send it to a random address in your cold storage. That's why the wallet needs to be open because it can't send it to the same UTXO because then it'll dox you, right? So super cool to not have to do this in like a, a manual way, like not have to say, damn it, I need to make sure I give it a new address because if not, it's going to spit these, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, to be able to just say, this is the, 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 this is the, the cold storage, the multi-sig, whatever it is that you got. And I wanted to mix this amount of times, go, right? And then send it anonymously over there because I don't want to be doxxed. That's the whole damn point of this thing. Uh, I think that's super cool. I don't know what Samurai has on their wallet and all that yeah. stuff. But I, when speaking from what Craig has done with Sparrow, uh, and that's just the, the Whirlpool part of it, like, like the implementation part of it, being able to pull up uh, uh, like any type of wallet. I mean, this thing has ability for air gap wallets, BIP39 wallets. Like, I mean, every single thing, um, it looks really clean. Uh, I, I'm a big fan. I, if I have one gripe, is that I don't like my wallet to be connected online. Um, yeah. So having a, a software wallet by nature, a lot of people would say that's a bad idea. You know, this yeah. is an internet device that's connected, blah, blah. Um, my Sparrow wallet, as soon as it turns on, and even before I was able to start it, allowed me to connect over my tour to my node. My wallet, as far as I know, in the front, has never seen public internet. I don't, I can't, I'm not like technical, I can't see whatever. I think Sparrow and a few other wallets have done this. When they do the startup, they say, hey, 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 before you go forward, before we connect to anything, do you want to do it manually and put your own thing? So do you want to publicly connect to an Electrum server or something? Um, I feel safe with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like, that's the only part. I wish it was like a hardware thing, but to get all this usability, to get Whirlpool, um, to get Mixout, um, to get all the updates that are to come, um, he added he added an update to um, actually manually keep your uh, um, your system awake. So before in the docs, he was recommending like a few different apps that do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, now in the latest uh, update to Sparrow, he actually added in the tool section a check that says, "Hey, leave the system awake." So when you're whirlpooling, you can keep it awake. Yeah, that's something he didn't have to do. Really small, cool things and support, support, support. If I could reach out to you and you can give me an answer, I'm rolling it's with probably. you, man. I'm yeah, rolling yeah, with yeah. you a thousand percent, man. Right. Uh, so. Super cool stuff on the, on that end. Now on that, when you're yeah. sending to cold storage, yeah, would you advise for someone to create a new address for every send that's going to their wallet, or would you reuse a cold storage wallet? Um, address. When it comes to spend, I don't think it matters. Um, uh, uh, my answer off the head would probably be: if you have a multi sig, it might be okay to send to that one address until you spend, all right? Because mm. then spend is going to give you a different address, anyways. Um, if you want to, I see what you're saying. It's good on the way in, but when you're ready to go out, go use a different one. Yeah, it's good on the way in to a certain extent. The problem with this is this: is that um, I would get a new address every time. I really yeah. would. Um, and 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 if if you if you pay attention to like the um like let's say the client facing apps like Cash App, every time you hit that deposit address, it's a different address. If you're paying attention, um, I I I think it's a, it's good practice to you. You can only see this when you see it in like Sparrow or other uh, uh, wallets like this, but. You have an 
infinite list of addresses, right? And, and then the thing about it is, is that you got to think when, when you see it in a wallet like this, you think about like, um, like when 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 parents used to have to do like a checkbook, right? You would mm-hmm. write like Renner Center, eight hundred bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever, whatever, right? That's a UTXO. So, in the check example is I have to pay this, but in the Bitcoin example is is this UTXO, this address right here has this much Bitcoin inside of it to spend out. Now, when I say it doesn't matter when it goes to spend, this is because your wallet, depending on who you're spending with, is going to aggregate UTXOs differently. Some wallets let you do coin selection, which is I want this one, I want this one, I want this one, and I want to spend those. Sparrow mm-hmm. does that. A few other wallets does that. For the most part, though, a lot of these companies just say, grab a bunch of these and just stuff them together, right? And that's a bad idea because you may want to save that you know, 0.1 UTXO, and now you're going to have to spend it to spend the 0.5, right? right, right? right. These things like that. Um, if you're, if you're new, deposit into one address until you're willing to spend from it. But know that if anybody gets their hand on that address, they'll see every single piece of transaction that's gone in there, meaning they'll see every single Bitcoin that's in it. And, and if you find yourself in that position, you could send from that address to a new address. Yeah. Then you get docs, though. They'll be able to see where it came from. So in my opinion with that, it would be is this from there. If you really want to just get off the grid, quote unquote, now you're going to have to send into your, um, your Whirlpool wallet. Gotcha. Right? And then whirl it a few times and then send it back to your cold storage completely fresh. To a new address in the cold storage. To a new cold storage. Cool thing about Mixout is it handles the address management for you. Yeah. So it's just going to spread it out to different addresses. So like, say uh, on one day I land on five Whirlpools at the same time. It's probably going to spit both of those UTXOs into one address because we've landed at the same time. But I don't want the ones that clear four or five days later to go back to that same address. Your docs mm-hmm. in my wallet. So Mixout, um, you know, you'll, you'll see it. It, it purposely picks the, the you know different addresses, random addresses, and that's okay for you because when you go to spend from your wallet, all those address, all those UTXOs are congregate to get you your like. Basically, when you look at your wallet, you're not gonna be like, "Oh man, I only have this. Where's the rest of it?" Mm-hmm. It's gonna add it all together. Yeah. Um. So you, for privacy's sake, I would say get a new address every time. And HD wallets, which uh, are uh, I always forget the bit, but it's either 39 or 45. Allow this. Like your wallet will always spit out a brand new thing. By the way, kudos to Blue Wallet. I'm able to just pill up a QR code from my wallet anytime on my on my on my phone. Fire. I don't really know when I'll ever use that, but it's super dope that I can do yeah. that. Um, and now, with when you create a new address, can you delete those or no? No, no. Okay, I, actually, yeah, you can spend out of them, and then they stay there. Most good uh, uh, wallet software is not going to serve it back up to you again. Okay, but if you have, uh, um, like, I it's going to go in order. But if you have Coin Control, and in theory, you will still see that address, and you yeah, can go yeah. back to it, and you can send more to it. Gotcha. Uh, but Makes for privacy's sense. sake, probably not the best idea. Yeah. Uh, but Taproot probably help all this stuff out, yep. uh, and 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 you know, coin joining in general uh, helps that stuff out. If you're willing to do like most things in Bitcoin, the due diligence, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're willing to actually have your node running at all times, and, and you'll be able to verify your own transactions and have sovereignty. If you're willing to keep your laptop running for a little bit of time, you'll get some anonymous. Because because the cool thing about Whirlpool is is you pay the fee to get in. But all your other mixes are free. So you can stay in there as long as you want mm-hmm. and just leave it on and queued. And the thing will just keep mixing for free. So you can get as anonymous as you want for absolutely free for paying one time fee. That's very powerful. But most people are like, well, you got to do this. You got Marty Bird. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got, all right, well, I mean, when, when the shit hit the fan and you, you got to do some things, you, you, you need to be able to walk away with this wealth. That's another thing that people keep ignoring is they talk about wealth a lot, but they don't understand that it ain't worth shit if you lose it. Or it ain't worth shit if they take it. Or it ain't worth shit mm-hmm. 
if if they could like uh, give you instructions on how to use it, right? Like, yeah, just these tools are free. Sparrow is absolutely free. Listen, in the fiat world, Sparrow would be like a like a ninety nine dollar a month SaaS. Yeah, absolutely. One thousand percent. Oh, it it probably will be at some point. Fuck that. Like, I don't want it to get there. And if it does, fair. I don't yeah. want it to get. No, there. I just mean like if, when if Bitcoin is five million dollars, like. Uh, I don't that's know. The, I just mean I like, still have my spare wallet for free. <laughs> yeah, 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 the market will just like demand those kind of things. They'll you know? just add features around it, but you yeah. can't give good wallets and charge me for it. Why? There's a plethora of them that are dope, that are getting better, that don't need it. I'm still curious to see what MBK has up his sleeve with the code card. Mm. Um, he's getting a mad heat mm-hmm. uh, for numerous reasons, um, yeah. and I agree with a lot of the heat. But boy, do I think he's coming with something hard. Mm, and I don't know what uh, NFC is one thing. There's a few other things, but. Yeah. That I, I, like I was using my I was you know going through some security stuff the other day I was going uh, using a code card and I was like, this is a device like this thing right here just does what it needs to do mm-hmm. plays no bullshit and does it very well um, until you have one in your hand it, it's one of those things but uh, yeah I, I'm curious to see what MB, MBK got going on um, let's talk about the uh, the good and the bad times to send transaction fees yeah. Yeah, yeah I've noticed, point. I mean, even in a short period of time that I've been using cold storage, um, sending to addresses, there, there's been less and less fees as time goes on. Uh, and I typically like send in the morning. Um, but I remember some of those fees were like $7 for the transaction. I'm like, eh, I'm probably just going to hold off on that. Definitely. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but now it's like 50 cents, maybe, when I've been sending. So Depends on so many different things. Yeah, let's um, talk. And what does it depend on? Transaction size, right? Like, so yeah. what the, the size of your script? Multi sig by nature are bigger transactions. Mm-hmm. They're going to cost you a little more. Um, you know, the, uh, the how many blocks you are uh, behind, I would say, or ahead, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to clearing your transaction, how fast do you want this transaction to get off? That's another important part of your fees. Yep. What are you doing? Are you opening a lightning channel? Um, are you doing a whirlpool? Um, you know, it, it depends on so many different factors. Um, just check out, you know, Clark Moody's dashboard. Um, Bitbo is somebody put me onto that. That's more of like a financial facing one, but it's a really nice uh, dashboard. Um, yeah, just see how many blocks are like when you're gonna do a transaction. Plan ahead. Um, just see how many blocks are you're behind. Um, if it's like like I found that overnight. Uh, well, I'm not up overnight, so I can't mm-hmm. say overnight. But you know, early morning. Um, you know, I, I'm up like 4:30 in the morning till about like seven or 8:30, maybe even later. Uh, you're you're within two blocks, right? Two blocks to clear. For those of you that don't know, Bitcoin keeps ticking every 10 minutes or so. It clears a block. Until the block clears with your transaction on it, you're not confirmed. Um, that transaction is not settled. And I and a lot of people will still argue that after two or three more blocks after that, your transaction is not settled. Because at that point, there's no way anybody could go back and undo the blocks. So wait for about three confirmations. That's the way to go. But um, when it gets on the block... Each confirmation is a block that's been cleared. Correct. Yep. Got it. Yep. So that means uh, there's the, the block height is going up. That means your transaction is pretty much set in stone more and more. So the theory is, is that if you wait for one transaction, you could run into this scenario where um, the nodes are, are, are kind of like deciding between two chains. That happens often, more often than people think. Mm-hmm. So like two miners will find the block at the same time or something close to that. And it takes time for the information to propagate the network. So for a while there, where one block, you may be seeing a different chain than the other, you know, the ones that haven't got to you yet are seeing, right? So that's okay. But if you were to like try to like settle and be like, oh, we're good. I'll never see you again. Anything that requires a settlement. And then your node picks up the actual longest proof of work chain, which is what the default is. Always follow the chain with the, with the most work attached to it. I believe were Satoshi's words. 
Um, but then you settled, you don't see that person anymore. And, you know, three blocks down the road, when you get to the real chain, that transaction never happened, right? Like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's a rule of thumb. Wait till about three. And then the theory is, is that because the hash of a bottom of a, uh, the hash that the miner finds for a block is tied to the beginning header of the next block. There's no way somebody would need like an imperial attack to be able to undo the work three blocks behind and then catch up. Because not only do you have to undo the work and start working on that block that you want to change, but then you got to find enough proof of work to get the next block and the next block and the next block before anybody finds out. And by that point, everybody's already onto you. You're going to get booted from the network or you're just going to get ignored. And the nodes are already defaulted to, um, you know, look out for the, 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 the blockchain, time chain, Satoshi's words. Um, with the with the most proof of work attached to it, that's the giveaway. Like if if ever there's a confliction with your node, that's always going to go with the one that has the most uh, proof of work attached, uh, and the miners help with all that. Blah blah blah, any of that. But one or two blocks is when you're going to get really low fees because you don't have to wait. So yeah. in theory, if it does it every ten minutes or so, um, in theory your transaction is going to go off in the next twenty minutes. And since there's no long list, you could drop your fees really low. Uh, most good wallet softwares let you do that. Um, and you could drop it to like one sat fee and pay very low yep. and it's going to get approved. Yeah. The problem is, is that when it's really backed up, you're going to pay more fees naturally because if your fees are too low, you'll just get forgotten. Like the, the transaction will sit there. Yeah, you're not prioritized. For a very long time yeah. until the block's clear. If right. you're cool, we're waiting, go for it. I've done that before. I've That's waited sick. a week. I think close to two, but it's crazy. I'm going to say like a week for a transaction to cover. Um, it won't get forgotten about. It just won't get prioritized. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, a good time to, to, to open up lightning channels. Kind of on that uh, same note, um, you know, speaking about nodes, I, I saw, or, yeah, speaking about nodes, I saw a thread that was talking about, how, like, basically how many nodes would it take to overrun consensus, particularly the, tw- the 21 million coin consensus? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, there was I, a lot of back and forth in that thread, yeah. but I saw that. And I, was I like, still yeah. think it, w- it would require the miners to cooperate too. Right? Yeah. The, and and the, what I'm going to get to this is, is I actually heard uh, Parker Lewis say this, um, but Parker Lewis is big on, um, his line is, and he's right, um, is if Bitcoin can, um, and I'm butchering this, paraphrasing, if Bitcoin could uh, keep a 21 million supply cap, it will be the, the global reserve currency. No doubt about it. The other part that that may answer that question for you is this. The reason that 21 million supply cap is verifiable, and we know this, two reasons. Software reason, go check the code. It's there. You can run a script. You can run a line. It's going to tell you the supply cap, et cetera. You could do the halving breakdown, uh, and it's, it's going to lead you to the same number. That's one. But what he says is absolutely correct. It will always be 21 million because there's too many incentives across the board for anybody to fuck anybody else. We all want it to be 21 million. We all mm-hmm. believe it's 21 million, meaning that we're pouring our wealth believing that. It's going to take a fucking huge event and a lot of artists uh, or, or a lot of parties to be able to get that supply cap changed. I don't think it would ever happen. Yeah. I think the miners are betting on that being the case. I think the node operators are betting that on being the case. The investors are betting on that being the case. The average pleb is betting on that being the case. And humanity is betting on that being the case. I don't think that's ever going to change. Yeah. Um, and there is no way that I know of to change it. Maybe a hard fork, like to completely change Bitcoin and say, well, now it doesn't say this. Mm-hmm. But how many people are going to vote for a hard fork? Not right. too many. The incentives right. are too spread out and too bullish right now for anybody to want to screw the network over. And if you play with 21 million, it becomes a shit coin. It's over. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll ever change. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I thought that was very interesting. Uh, the incentives are too spread too thin. 
um, are, are distributed too well is the better way to say that mm-hmm. um, for anybody to ever want to change 21 million. I agree. Um, so here we are, 21 million it is. And yeah. to me, I, I agree with him. To me is, you know, that formula of the U.S. dollar. But I, I, I like that he stands hard. He's not even giving the if. He's basically saying, listen. It's a matter of uh, when. Well, he's giving the if, but he's saying, you know, the only clause is that we keep intact the 21 million. Mm. Other than that, it will be the global. Right? It's not kind of another. It will be because historically we care about scarcity. We care about uh, fungibility and we care about, um, I don't know if this is a word, but transferability. Right? Transportability, yeah. Those are the three things that we care about ever. Right. Bitcoin, it doesn't even have to do with Bitcoin. It has nothing to do with the word Bitcoin or what Bitcoin is. What it has to do is that Bitcoin mastered those properties. Fast. That's why it, it, it could have been called Kaka Coin. It doesn't. Yeah. But if it masters the properties, humans will gravitate to it. Consensus will be reached. And once consensus is reached, we see what's happening now. The world begins to heal. Uh, I've been seeing it. This is completely jumping off the topic, but I've been seeing a lot of these like riots happening in like uh, like Rome and Italy and places like that. And it's like, it's healing, man. The world is healing, man. People are just noticing that enough is enough. And although I'm sure the powers that be may feel like they have their finger on humanity, right? Because of this whole COVID shit and all that. Mm-hmm. I think it's backfiring. I think it's backfiring hard body. I mean, who, who, who's the front-facing person to ask? Mm-hmm. You'll never know if it's backfiring or not. They'll find another way to fuck us all over, I guess, like they always do. But in my opinion, it's backfiring. I mean, mm-hmm. when you hear 50 lawsuits going into, into uh, uh, Tanusum in California from firefighters that mm-hmm. don't want vaccination, this is the people waking up. This is no longer just the person that works the 9 to 5 that's forced to do things. This is a firefighter. Over, over 1,000 Southwest Flights rescheduled. Beautiful. Beautiful thing. And, and none of the other airline companies even bother to touch it. Yeah. Once South, uh, Southwest did, mm-hmm. it, it, the people were coming. So I think it's backfiring really bad. Um, I, I keep reminding people, even away from Bitcoin, just pay attention to Signal. Gra- gravitate to a Signal and forget about everything that's happening. Everybody's just talking shit about shit. Nobody knows nothing about nothing. But I know what, when you see signs of like, I mean, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, I'm not talking about like, like, you know, St. Vincent's Hospital, five people in front of the hospital tip. Yeah. I'm talking about like a mob of people mm-hmm. for 13 weeks straight showing up. The world is healing, man. The world is healing, man. Uh, it, the, the motto was always fix the money, fix the world or, or whatever. You fix the money, you fix the... The problem is, is that when the leader of the money has the strongest military in the world, there's, you can't fix the money. There's no way to fix it. We found it. We found what it is. And they can hate it. They can fight it. They will. They may not. They may be lenient about it. Whatever it is they're going to do. The problem is, is that they found it and they fucked up. They let us find out what it is. Consensus is reached. They either play nice or they get wiped out. It's very easy. I'm not worried about like, you know, I know you were just sending me for like an FYI, but yeah, like, yeah. oh, cryptocurrencies, Biden. What is a crypto? Because if we're talking about Bitcoin, I just gave you 25 minutes of why they can't do shit about shit. All right. Go talk to Vitalik. Go censor do- Ethereum dollars and, yeah. and stable coins and $600 transactions and all. Listen, I'm going to Marty Bird my thing and I'm going to send it away for life. This thing, you're never going to see it again. The cool part about this thing that you'll never see again is I could get some cuck bucks for it if I want to. That's the really cool part about it. Yeah. So even while I'm here, presently, you can't fuck me because I'll get the cuck bucks when I want them, when I don't want them. That was a conversation I was having with friends. We, I was telling... Uh... The story of, you know, the, the family who leaves a communistic country and they can only bring $100 and how Bitcoin crosses borders and yeah. it's permissionless and it's, tra- you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's easily accessible from a Bitcoin ATM 
whether you're in El Salvador or whether you're here. Yeah. And it's people just waking up. Ben, so, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if this even matters, uh, but yeah. Venezuela's airport is going to start accepting Bitcoin. There we go. Brazil with the water shit, uh, the waterfalls or whatever. Right, right, Listen, the people have finally found a way to escape what they couldn't escape before. Yeah. Now, it's going to take some time for people to start being aware and people to catch on, which Absolutely. is if you're, watching, if you're a listener of this show or a Bitcoiner in general, you're so far ahead. Yeah. It's, can, it's, you, can you imagine an internet podcast in 1991, 95? Right. Like what? Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're so far ahead. So we finally found the fix and the, and the world is just curing itself. Uh, and I think conversely at the same time, the powers that be with this whole stunt they try to pull with COVID, in my opinion, of course, uh, it's just backfiring. I think yeah. it's just it just led people to be like, mm. people get pushed to a certain point and they figure right. it out. In, in Australia, they're, they're showing up to your door with printouts saying, this is you on social media, yeah? Bro. Eh, until I get my tour onion address up and I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right, I have right. no idea who that is. This is the problem. They can't do shit about shit. All they could do is enforce. Yeah. Right? All they could do is kick your door down. All they could do is these things. Well, I could get guns too. Right? Like I could do these things too, right? So it's only as much as you're willing to empower. Like I'm willing to leave peacefully, uh, like I have my whole life, peaceably, peacefully in cohesiveness with a government. That's not the problem. It's the overstepping the boundaries that starts to become the problem. Now it's like, look, you have a history of this. And the thing that I was actually telling my wife is this, is that like the problem with all of these individuals is that you have no track record of giving a fuck about anybody. And now you want us to go off the strength that you give a fuck about everybody. This is the thing, the the easy thing that they're missing here. It's not complicated. You know, I could go deep down the rabbit hole and and how they're spying on it. No, 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 no. It's very, very, yeah, very fucking easy. Yeah. You don't care. But now your whole campaign is built off the strength that we care about other people. You have no track record of this. I have, I have nothing, no proof of work. I have nothing to vouch for, mm. to, to, to believe in you for. Mm-hmm. That's not my fault. That's I'm a you. rational human being. That's your fault. Yeah. So excuse me if I just try to go that way. Yeah. And let, listen, you can suck in as many people as you want. I'm going to go this way because something's weird is what y'all doing. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is to me. Yeah. Like we have conversations, yeah, and I yeah. have with, with peers. It gets crazy. You could go yeah. all the way down to the lizard people. It yeah. gets nuts. Yeah. I don't care about none of that because there's so much we don't know. Mm-hmm. What I care about is the obvious. What's in front of me? What's the what's presented to me? And it's that situation where it's like, you know, you, you're not even giving me any rationale decisions here. You just want me to say, "Hey, man, believe me, I got your best interest in mind." Mm-hmm. But you don't have a track record to hit me with that. Like, yeah. so I could be like, oh yeah, I remember that one time though. You did that get my back. one time in the Tuskegee experiments. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, can't even think of like a tax break that I've ever gotten. Like, I remember that one time. I've never got anything of anything from the government. <laughs> I've never gotten anything about anything. But they want you to. So, hey, I'm just going to do, I'm going to be quiet, right? Well, as vocal as I can be, but I'm just going to do my thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to like, Y'all can suck as many people as you want. I ain't trying to like rip down your marketing tactic. Mm. But I'm going to tell you what, every opportunity that I get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show people the way out. I'm going to show people the way that every single time they put their cuck bucks in and get some sats, they're opting out. Right? And if they really want to get deep, I'll go as far as educating them how to remove these things from existence. But that's, that's not me. That's because standing on the shoulders of giants. There's always going nice. to be... Like the cypherpunks are on our side. Yeah. So for all the wank, wank, wank about the Googles and the Facebooks and all this, yeah, that's dumb. Those are the other type of coders. We got cypherpunks on our side. And we win every time because those dudes are always developing for freedom. They're not developing because the boss tells them. They're not developing because of money. They're not developing. 
they're developing for freedom. And as long as Bitcoin and development stays open source, there's always going to be those freedom fighters that go unnoticed right. that are doing that are allowing people like you and I be able to talk shit. Yeah. Right? All this whirlpool shit I'm talking, that's people that are working under the hood. And mm-hmm. here Jose is talking shit. Creating that code. Yeah, man. But it's my job now to I say talking shit, but it's my job now to educate the masses on how to use these tools. These tools were given to us for a reason. Uh and and, and if I can do that, great. If I can't, I'll try doing that. Uh, because this is this is the fight. Lucky to be alive in a time where Bitcoin exists. Lucky to be alive. Think about how many people don't make it daily and think about the people that are either too old or too young right now. Just missed it. Just yeah. like the internet. Mm-hmm. Just missed it. I ain't missing this one. Doesn't sound like you're missing this one. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to the show week in and week out, you're definitely not missing this one. This is our last chance. There's no other alternative. We've mastered the properties of value exchange across the world. What's next? Yeah. What's next? I don't know. What gets built on top of this? Yeah. I, I, you know? True, but the foundation still has to be strong. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the foundation is so strong that like innovation, I feel like, can be taken so far Yeah, for the good of the people. You know what I mean? It depend- Words like With- that scare me, man. I hate when people say stuff like that. But yeah, if it, if it pushes Bitcoin forward, I'm all for it to listen to it. I don't know what's coming next. I think it has to do a lot with media. I, I yeah. think that like not only the podcast 2.0 stuff, uh, but just more like videos. Like I think mm-hmm. that's gonna get more into like a um like a cohesive experience, Napster. maybe like an attachment to your browser. <laughs> mm. Right. Like like something that like will easily communicate with your wallet. It's gonna get like that. Um and then that'll just what connect to every transaction. A lot of things. You know, I, I was gonna bring this up last episode. Somebody yeah. brought up a valid point why you know you know how you do these like recapture things? Mm. Lightning will be the ultimate verifier. Why can't I just send one set to verify that I'm a real person? Boom. Problem solved. Password generators solved all day. And then... Could they make a spam bot with a wallet? What? Well, what I mean is is that the same way you have to cryptographically sign for a transaction to say it's you and you're the mm-hmm. only one that can sign. Hence, you're the only one with the device or the keys. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. If I'm signing this a certain way, I, I don't know the logistics of Lightning, so I don't know how you yeah. sign. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm signing this with my private key, you have no other choice but to understand that I am this person. Yeah. So it's just one, how they do that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I saw somebody bring that up uh, uh, last time, and I'm like, this could work. Yeah. Yeah, you could get rid of passwords forever. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, even on the, uh, just kind of related, but on Reddit, like on certain forums, you can't respond on the thread unless you have enough clout, like unless you have enough sure. like, recognition. Yeah. So um, We'll so, see that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be those type of layers. See what that turns into. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't thought far. I, I'm so engrossed and, and, and infatuated with the base layer still. Yeah. Um, and I do love love me some lightning, and I work. You know, I have worked with lightning and stuff, but I'm still infa- so infatuated with what we can do with UTXOs and transactions, and that I'm I'm still there. Uh, but yeah, layer three. Uh, I've heard some peeps about it. Media. Uh, yeah, I've heard songs get sent over lightning, um, like literally songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it could be one of these things where I hate to use the name, but it's the most popular name. Like a Spotify of the world basically lets you like buy a song and it like streams over lightning mm. uh, or something like that. Um, I, so many different uses, but yeah. sky's the limit. And if you can do it privately and you can do it anonymously, um, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. So don't, don't do what the fiat told you to do. Just do the honest thing because Bitcoin is going to allow you to do that. You don't need to be shady. You don't need to be stabbing people in the back. You don't need to do any of this stuff. Because it, it, it'll be true. You know, Bitcoin is true. Fiat is not. Um, but interesting stuff happening here. Yeah, man. bro. Yeah, man. We keep tagging on to this chain, man. This is episode 40. 40, bro. Keep it pushing, man. Yes, it's sir. looking better and better every time. Um, listeners, we, we appreciate you all the time. We try to keep this information as current as possible. 
Uh, let us know how you feel about the links being put in there. I've been putting them in the show notes. Maybe you can get to this stuff faster so you can see what we're talking about. Um, if you have any ideas that you want to talk about in the show, if you want to give any shout outs in the show, please reach out to us. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, the bell. Um, that's going to let you know whatever new episodes air. Conversely, you do the same thing on all your favorite podcast platforms, whether Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, whatever the heck it may be. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. It helps us get higher on the algorithm. Um, just because we're forward thinking, this podcast is a podcast 2.0 powered podcast. If you're listening on all your favorite podcast platforms that allows you to stream some sets, send us a tip, send us a boost, send us whatever it is you think this value is worth. We appreciate you for that. Good, sir. Yes, sir. Episode 40. Good we'll catch you guys bro. next week. Peace. Later. All the opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any of the sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.